Welcome back, everybody, to uh, In My Humble Opinion with Rose. We are on to our third episode, and I am having such a great time. Thank you to all my listeners. I appreciate you. So for this episode, it was something that, you know, I was just generally curious about with people. Um, I was thinking back, you know, I was having a conversation with my friend about first dates, because it's been a while for me. I've been with my fiance for like four years now, somewhere in there. And I was just curious what people were experiencing. And I'd asked her about it to see what she was experiencing because she's still single. And the stories that people have when it comes to first dates are insane. Insane. Because, you know, first days, first of all, they're intimidating. They're very, very intimidating. It's all about your impression, your first impression. It's about the looks. You present yourself a certain way. You got to act a certain way, right? Everyone's so nervous to act like themselves. And so I had went to TikTok and Instagram to ask people what their worst first date experience was. And if they had a worst first date experience, how did they handle that? And then I also asked what people's best first date experiences were. So... There were many to choose from, so I only had to pick a handful, and I only got two answers to a best first date or a successful first date, which is mind-blowing. So I hope you guys enjoy these stories as much as I am going to. I hope you live here with a smile on your face and maybe, you know, a little bit of the giggles because these are hilarious. All right, here we go. First so here is the first one it is from anonymous and it goes we were waiting at a table at the restaurant it was a nice summer evening so we stood outside and had an enjoyable conversation while waiting by the front door with a few other people the hostess opened the door and told us that our table was ready he lifted his leg and farted so loud that other people stopped their conversations just to look at us with a big smile on his face he said i sure didn't want that to go off inside i just turned and walked away (laughs) that okay so my fiance i love him dearly but the man has some gas okay and it's not just with certain foods it's like all the time so with him i doubt i really doubt that he would do that on a first date but once he got comfortable Oh, it was game over. He was letting them go left and right. It didn't matter if they smelled. It didn't matter how loud they were. It didn't matter if we were cuddling and he farted on me to where, you know, you could like feel it. And then I'm just laying there thinking like, oh my God, that is disgusting. How could you do that? But it doesn't even like cross his mind at all. It doesn't cross his mind one bit. He just thinks, you know, you gotta let it go because that's what the body does and that's normal. But if he were to do that on a first date and did it so loud that other people could hear, like, how embarrassing for his dates. I feel you, Anonymous. I would probably be speechless and just stopped in my tracks, like, processing what just happened and the reason why people are staring at us and stopping their conversations because of him, because of his gassiness and letting it go in such a way that that's just not okay. I'm sorry, but at least hold it in until you get seated and then go to the restroom really quick. Like, it's not that hard. 
like first impressions you want to be good like best behaviors but i guess you know there are some people out there where you know he might go on a date and they might just think that's funny or cute i don't know you know to each their own but anonymous (laughs) that is a great one and that is a story to tell for sure at least you know he was kind, right? He was funny, I guess. He had a goofy side. This next one is from Anonymous as well. We were at a Japanese restaurant for our first date. She asked me my star sign, and I replied that I'm a Scorpio. She leaned over the table and slapped me clean and hard across the face. Naturally, I was shocked and confused. I mouthed, what the? And she firmly said, I never date Scorpios. I went to the bathroom and when I came back, she had gone and paid for everything. So I'm a little hurt by this because your girl is a Scorpio. I just had my birthday November 17th, so I'm a full-blown Scorpio. What is wrong with us? What is wrong with Scorpios? Like I get, you know, we might be a little psychotic, but we're just very passionate and we're lovers. We care so deeply we're just a little, just a little crazy, but crazy makes the world go around, right? So I wonder what affected her so much with Scorpios that she had that reaction. Like, what was she reading that was so bad about Scorpios? I mean, if it was a matter of compatibility, that's a different thing, but there's also another way to go around it, right? At least in my opinion, you could just say, oh, you're a Scorpio, Well, I don't usually date Scorpios, but we can see how it goes. Or, oh, you're a Scorpio? I never date Scorpios, but let's enjoy our meal. Don't just slap the guy and then leave. I mean, at least she had the courtesy to pay for everything since she was the one that left. But, wow. So, listeners, (laughs) if you know something about Scorpios that I don't, I would love to know. Like, share your insight. Share your info. Because I'm... I don't know what to say about it. (laughs) I like to think we're good people. So whatever it is, just share it with me. Because I'm just genuinely curious. You won't hurt my feelings. I promise. This next one is from Keely. I believe that's how you would say that. Keely has a double E and then a Y at the end. All right. So Keely's story goes, I had just downloaded OkCupid and he was my first date from it. We met at a pub and all he did was talk about himself. I could tell he wasn't very mature and we didn't have a lot in common. He said, let's go for a drive. I want to show you something. Oh, girl, don't go. Don't get in the car. I hope she didn't get in the car. It didn't take me long to realize how stupid I was to get in the stranger's car. Exactly. Especially when it was getting dark and he drove us into a deserted park area. No way. If I was this chick, my heart would literally be pounding out of my chest. First of all, that I put myself in the situation and I wasn't using my head properly because I'm nice. Second of all, the driving into a deserted park area. Like, I've been listening to a lot of true crime podcasts lately. Shout out to Crime Junkie. I am literally addicted to your guys' show. They are great if you don't listen to them and you love true crime. Highly highly recommend. I really do. And I feel like that is a crime junkie tip. Like one of those 10 that they give throughout their episodes. (laughs) Don't get into a stranger's car, especially when it's dark. And especially when they're going into a deserted park area. 
Like, there has to be an excuse that you can use to get out as soon as possible to save yourself from either a very awkward situation or from, I don't know, your death. Let's just be aware, ladies, that first dates, strangers don't get into their cars when they say they got to show you something. Let's continue. Thankfully, he just sang badly to me in the car while I had to hide the horror from my face. On the way back to my car, it came up that I'm a vegan and he said I wasn't skinny enough to be a vegan and that he could never date a vegan. Fine by me, yet he kept texting me wanting to go out again. So, Keely, first question is, did you put the dude in his place for that offensive comments about you not being skinny enough to be a vegan? First of all, I love all body types. Like my slogan is, you're all beautiful, beautiful people. But now, you beautiful people, we need to get better at standing up for ourselves, okay? Those sort of things can stick with us and affect us in a not-so-positive way, but yet we allow it to happen. So, Keely, I'm just curious. How did you respond to this dude? I'm very curious what your response was and how he took it, and especially the fact he kept texting you to go out again. Like, didn't he get the hints? that that comment wasn't okay, or especially on a first date, when uh, I'm sure, Keely, you were putting on your best appearance, you were looking probably absolutely beautiful, and then for him to say that, just, you know, if you can, shoot me over a DM or send it to the email, getmyhumbleopinion at gmail.com, and let me know what that response was. Okay, this next one is from Anonymous, and it goes, guy showed up drunk, told me for half an hour straight how much his life sucked, how he had a hangover from the night before, and how he, how, and how he had to go partying again, although he didn't really want to. Didn't ask me one single question about me. Was really completely uninterested. Needless to say, I did not join him when he went to said party. Went home instead. When I arrived home, he had already unmatched me on Tinder. Oh, this was a tender dude. You know, from what I have heard, tender is a very interesting place. And from what I have heard, it is not so much a dating app as it is a hooking up app. Right? Am I wrong? I'm pretty sure from everything that I've read and the stories that I've heard from other people, it is mainly a hooking up app. So if you really want to try and build something authentic and real. Let's try to avoid tender. Just my two cents, at least. <laughs> and it's never a good sign when your date shows up already drunk. I'm glad, Anonymous, that you did not go to said party. Because who knows what could have happened. Especially since the guy is clearly not using his best senses. And the fact that he already unmatched with you on Tinder because you didn't go to said party. Like, you avoided... A situation and that chapter was closed for you in such a smooth way you don't know what could have happened and you deserve so much better and I hope anonymous that you have found so much better or at least you've been experiencing a lot better than this guy all right so this one <laughs> I picked solely because of the title not sure what the story is but the title caught my attention and this is from anonymous as well. The title is The Keys to a Woman's Heart, a Furby, an anger problem, and a weird coffee shop issue. And it goes, I dabbled into some online dating a while back when I was single. 
This guy refused to meet me inside the coffee shop. Stupid me decided I'll meet him outside anyways. We walked around the little mall for a bit, chatting about our jobs and such and what he wanted to do after our little dates. He ends up driving me home and showed me this Furby that he claims he likes to punch when he's mad and bursts out the, so can I get in your pants or nah? What? Oh, okay. I, anonymous, with you too. I want to know how you handled that situation because, guys, I'm literally, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I am just picturing myself in this person's shoes, right? Just already thinking and cycling at the fact that he didn't want to go into a coffee shop. He'd rather walk around and then call their day a little date. And then he shows you his Furby and how he likes to punch it when he gets angry, and as he's punching it, shouts, so can I get in your pants or nah? First of all, nah, I don't, I, that is, mm, 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 mm. I am sorry, but you have a brain. We could at least use it just a little bit to say, or not. You know, that is not that big of a difference, nah and not. But again, to each their own. I'm not a person to judge, but to put someone in a situation like that. It is hard not to break down the situation and try to process it in a way that makes sense, right? That's not judging, right? I don't think it is. <laughs> this is trying to process what just happened. Well, Anonymous, you didn't miss out on anything because the whole anger issue thing, the punching the Furby, like, let's not put yourself in a place where you could potentially get hurt, you know, I'm sure you are a very strong, independent individual, but we need to protect ourselves. And that is a huge, huge red flag. And I am happy that you avoided that. And speaking of red flags, we got to be better at being more aware of those in the first, second, third dates because people show themselves to you. They really do. And if we're not paying attention, it could be years later and who knows what situation you could have put yourself in, or if you had realized what was going on in the first few dates, what you could have avoided. So we need to pay attention to those red flags because those are very important. And I feel like more people are becoming more aware of when there is a red flag, especially when it comes to anger, because that is a huge deal. That would come out regularly and in many different forms. And so that's not something to ignore. Good job for being strong and being aware of the situation. All right. And this next one from an anonymous caught my attention because of the title as well. And the title is, and that's why you never swipe right on someone named Hannibal L. First of all, before I continue with the story, wouldn't that kind of bring up a red flag in itself with someone's name on a profile being Hannibal L? And for those I don't know, Hannibal Lecter there is a movie that was done about Hannibal Lecter. And if you don't know what I am talking about, you should probably Google it because it is creepy. And the fact that this person's name is after that movie is even creepier. But let's continue on with the story. So it goes, it was a blind date. We met at a coffee shop close to our university. He was very high and it was hard to get a conversation going. He just kept telling me I was as beautiful as the brick wall we were sitting next to and that my skin looked soft enough to be made into a nice robe. The date lasted maximum 15 minutes. Okay, I need to read that last part again just so I can process what she went through. Okay. 
and that my skin looked soft enough to be made into a nice robe. Um, once he said that, I would have just gone because making the connection between Hannibal Lecter or Hannibal L as his profile name and then for him to say that your skin looked like it could be a nice robe. Uh-uh. That is some very, again, true crime stuff. And I'm sure there's a story out there that this has happened. <laughs> so, yeah. And it's really, it really gets to me that there are actually people out there in the world that can openly say something like that. Like, that bugs me. That irks me. Like, how do you process life if that's how you're thinking? That that's okay to say to somebody that you just met, first of all. And if you think that's your best impression, or that's a very, like, that's a very nice compliment, there is something very fishy with you as a as an individual. And I am not fond of that. So, anonymous. <laughs> I, I, again, I would have turned around and left right then and there. But, you know, 15 minutes max... Was it just you sitting there in silence after he said that to you? Or did you make a comment afterwards? Like, what would you possibly respond to that comment? Like, thank you? I don't, mm, I don't know about that. Okay, but good job for leaving and protecting yourself because that's scary. That could be very scary. All right, this next one is from Aaron and it goes, he asked me to dinner, but decided to order in instead. And then it took me in heels on a hike of his hilly neighborhood to a dark, empty field to show me where he'd seen a deer. What? Okay. Saw no deer, but did see coyotes that weren't scared of us at all. Thought I'd die that night. Yeah. You know, okay. I think it might just be me just because of the amount of true crime I am listening to and like binge listening to, but... I feel like a lot of first dates run alongside many situations that can be linked to crimes. And the fact that these are people that are able to write these and share these stories, that this has happened to you, I, from the, the deepest part of my heart, I am so sorry that you had experienced that, even in the slightest way. Like, even though nothing bad or terrible happened, that would stick with me. These stories would stick with me and they would affect me and I would need to therapy it out or at least talk to somebody until I was able to process these situations because again a first date what makes this person think it's okay to take you on a first date in the dark to a empty field using the excuse of where he saw a deer because again why would we care why do we on our date want to see a deer clearly she was wearing heels and was expecting to go somewhere decent and nice, but he thought it would be okay to take her to an empty field and show her a deer. Okay. So, Aaron, how long did that last? How long were you in that empty field for in the dark by yourself with this weird and crazy individual? Was it a long time? And if so, were you thinking of scenarios of how you could get out of that situation? Because I know I would be. I would be thinking of some sort of plan to get me out of there as soon as possible. Because I'm just realizing there are a lot of crazy people in this world who are not all Scorpios. So back to that first date. There are other crazy people in this world that are not Scorpios. This next one is from Anonymous. And it goes, I went on a tender date in January that ended poorly. 
At the end, he tried to kiss me, so I dodged, tripped over a curb, and broke my fibula while falling into traffic. Oh my god! The guy got down in the road with me, moved my hair behind my ear, and said, we could tell people that we fell in love. (laughs) I mean, not gonna lie, at least he was being quick to hopefully make you feel comfortable. Because that's how I'm taking that. He was just trying to make you feel comfortable, because that was clever that was very clever (laughs) she falls and then he gets down and says we could tell people that we fell in love wow did you stay with that guy like what happened after that story obviously after you went to the hospital got checked out because you did have a broken bone did the guy check in on you did you guys fall in love do you tell the story when you go on other dates with your friends like that could be very cute i think that could be very cute I know there's other people that are probably just like, ew, like that is super cheesy, but I think that's cute. He was trying to make you feel okay, right? I think. (laughs) All right. This next one is from T and it goes, I came into contact with a guy via a dating app. There were no real red flags waving in my direction while we were getting to know each other via messaging. He seemed full of life and actually quite witty which is a big plus for me. When I met up with him, the first thing that struck me was how strange he appeared. There was something distinctly chilling about him, and I started to wonder if he had skin-wearing capabilities. (laughs) Back to Hannibal Lecter. Or was a murderer. The first thing he said to me was, you look like your pictures, so I'll buy you a drink. Charmer, right? I laughed, but he just stood there and stared at me blankly before turning to the bar to order. Introductions out of the way and drinks in hand, the conversation turned to what seemed to be his favorite topic, him. He proceeded to boast about his supermodel ex-girlfriend who hated having her photograph taken, which was apparently why there were no photos of them together. It wasn't long before I got my friend to rescue call me so I could loudly pretend I had to be somewhere else and fast. As I was making my escape, he asked if he could see me again. I didn't answer, and so he shouted after me, next time we'll be so effed up, you'll end up in the hospital? Wait, what? Let's rewind. Okay. As I was making my escape, he asked if he could see me again. I didn't answer, and so he shouted after me, next time we'll get so effed up, you'll end up in the hospital? Okay, so I did read that right. What? The actual... What? Who says that to somebody? Like, what is he thinking? Like, what is going through that guy's head at that moment in time that he thought that would be okay to say to somebody? Oh, gosh. Okay, well, first of all, this whole story (laughs) is a red flag galore. T, I want to know, like, how were your messages? That his personality did not show through or that his ego did not show through right away. Like, there had to have been a tone at least a tone, you would think, right? Because then for his comments, you look like your pictures, so I'll buy you a drink. Well, what would have happened if you didn't look quite like your pictures? You know, in today's world with Instagram and TikTok and stuff, there's so many filters. And then for him to just talk about himself, did he even ask you how you were or how you were enjoying things or anything about you? Because I cannot take people where I'm trying to have a conversation with somebody and they just talk about themselves. Like there has to be some sort of back and forth to some degree, just for a decent conversation. So how awkward. Oh man, T. And then for that guy to say that comment at the end, 
I would have blocked that person so fast on every platform because if a person could say that to your face in person, like what damage could they do behind the screen? That's ugly. I am so sorry. People need to be better. At least more like cautious about the stuff that they say out loud like you you could process you could say that in your head but don't say that to a real person because that's just not okay (laughs) that's just not okay all right this one is from sam and it goes i have quite fine hair and naturally fine eyebrows in a way it's a little bit of a gift as i never need to pluck them or have to be groomed they are just how they are i had never been particularly conscious about them until i went on a date with one particular guy the very first words that came out of his mouth when he saw me were did you pluck your eyebrows like that just for me i don't know if he was trying out a negging technique or genuinely thoughts that that was an okay first thing to say to someone, but it killed the mood pretty instantly for me. Yeah, I don't blame you. Perplexed, I responded, um, no, I just have really fine hair. He replied, oh, phew, I thought you'd make them really small just for our date because they won't grow back, you know. I stayed for a drink during which he turned the conversation back to my eyebrows, not once, not twice, but five times times at which point i just got up and left and spent the rest of the evening looking in the mirror wondering what the heck was wrong with my eyebrows sam there's probably absolutely nothing wrong with that with your eyebrows but there's absolutely something wrong with that person because again going back to the thinking before you talk like you can say stuff in your head but just don't like vocalize it out of your mouth to people that you don't know because it's already nerve-wracking enough to have to go on that date with a stranger and put yourself out there and be vulnerable. But then for that date to make those comments and bring up something that they think is necessary when it's really not five times, that is a very, very inconsiderate. And there's probably nothing wrong with your eyebrows. I'm sure you have beautiful eyebrows and they fit perfect with your body, with your physique, and you are made just the way you're supposed to be made. There's just something wrong with that person. There's nothing wrong with you, and I hope you are now looking in the mirror happy with yourself, and you found ways to empower yourself, because you are beautiful. Alrighty, now we're on to the two positive first date stories. So this one's a little lengthy, and it is actually from my bestest friend, um, who had been single for so, so long and finally got matched with a heart of gold guy, okay? I'm not joking. Like, she is so deserving of this person and it is such a beautiful thing to witness and I am so happy for her and for him because she is a great individual. So this one's my dear friend, Lena, and this is her first date with her now partner. And it goes, the evening started out with him picking me up from my house. He walked to the door to get me. Oh, yes. He was such a gentleman. Opening and closing all the doors for me, we started out at Josephine's in Old Town Auburn. It was the cutest little French restaurant. We each had a cocktail, shared appetizers, and our entrees were nothing short of delicious. We then went axe-throwing after our delectable meal. We're both competitive, so it made it even more exciting. I can totally see this now. We played several rounds and ended in a tie. 
After axe throwing, we decided to go on a little adventure. We swung by my house so I could change my shoes and then went for a drive to Sugarloaf Mountain. He had a blanket in his truck that we had brought with us. This was in the early springtime, so the evenings were still chilly. We hiked up the mountain with flashlights in hand, and at the top were a couple of benches that overlooked the city. We pointed out all the places we could decipher, shared deep and intimate conversations, and stargazed, counting all the shooting stars. It was there that we shared our first kiss. It couldn't have been more special or perfect. I was flying out of town that following morning and was to be at the airport at 4 a.m. We spent the rest of our evening on top of the mountain. When we went back into town, he offered to drive me to the airport. The evening ended with a second kiss goodbye in front of the airport doors. It was an evening I'll never forget, and it will always give me tingles in my heart. Oh, that makes my heart happy. Like, after all these horror dates that people have gone on were potentially true crime situations, to read something so movie perfect of a first date and to get all those feels, those good feels, that is so beautiful. Thank you, Lena, so much for allowing me to share your story. I absolutely love it. That could literally be a short movie. Not gonna lie. It couldn't have been more perfect going stargazing. And also, I'm gonna make a comment. He swung by her house to change her shoes. We had read previously of the dates where she was wearing heels and he thought it would be okay to go on a hilly hike with her wearing heels with no consideration for her poor, poor feet. So, to Lena's partner, thank you for being such a gentleman. We need more of that in this world. So, uh, however you can spread that juju would be awesome. Okay, now for our last story. This one is from Anonymous. So, this story goes, we went out to sushi and had never met or seen each other before. I don't know how I knew, but the mood was just different with us. We had a long first date and just talked with each other. Afterwards, I texted my cousin saying, I'm pretty sure this guy is the one. And after that date, him and I have never spent another minute away from each other. First of all, I love how short and sweet that was. That was very short and sweet and to the points and super cute. And I always have found it fascinating how people can just know from a first date. Like, you know, I always ask my mom, well, how do you know that that's your person? How do you know you're supposed to marry that person, mom? And she would always say, you just know. You'll just know. It's just different. You'll just know. I'm like, what? But how can you just know? That's not a thing. You don't just know. Well, you do just know. And it is a thing because vibes are just different. Energies are just different. You connect on such different pathways that is just so unique from what you've had experienced before that it gives you this feeling of almost like a satisfaction that this is my person and knowing full-heartedly that this is your person. So to Anonymous, I am so excited for you that you got to experience that feeling on such a deep level and that you guys are still thriving. All right, so as always, we're going to wrap up the episode with a quote. And for this episode, I came across a quote by Dr. Janine Staples. And it goes, in order to create the relationship that you're dreaming of, you need to first start from the inside and work your way out. I'm going to read that again. In order to create the relationship that you're dreaming of, you need to first start from the inside and work your way out. When we are okay within ourselves, 
we attract better situations, right? And so this quote with it saying, when you want the relationship that you're dreaming of and you are not getting that relationship, there is something within yourself that is holding you back from that relationship. So we need to sit and reflect on what lessons keep popping up in our life that we're like, what the heck? This keeps happening to me. Why haven't I overcome this yet? Well, there is a reason for that. And that is the thing that is holding you back from where you're supposed to go and where you're supposed to be. So if you have lessons that keep popping up in your life and sitting and reflecting and figuring out ways to have a different outcome, or if you keep finding negative things happening to you, there is someone within you that needs to heal. So you can grow and blossom into a more glowing human being so then you can attract the beautiful things that you deserve to experience. So starting within yourself and healing yourself before you move on to the next is so important. I mean, I'm still in the process of healing from past traumas, from experiences. Like we all have growth to do always, but it's a matter of being consistent with that growth and really embracing life by the reins and saying, I deserve more. And I know I got this because we all got this and you got this. So that's how I'm going to end this episode. And as always, You are all beautiful, beautiful people, and I appreciate you all so much. And if you left with either the slightest giggle from these stories or a smile on your face, I would so appreciate if you were to leave a review or share the podcast with your friends on Instagram and tag the podcast at hashtag IMHO with Rose so we can continue to share our experiences and another perspective of how to handle those or just to bring some sort of joy and light into each other's lives. Because again, and I know I always say it, we all deserve that. We all deserve a little light in our life. And if it's this podcast, even if it just puts just a tiny little grain on your face, then I'm doing my job okay. (laughs) And so thank you. I hope you have a beautiful weekend. I hope that it's not too cold or chilly wherever you are at and you get a little bit of sun and some vitamin D and create some beautiful experiences or even just spending time with your family. Whatever it is, you deserve the best version of it. All right, you guys. Thank you.